Hello party people, it is me, Emmy, and I am so excited to welcome you back to another episode of A Love Letter Podcast with me, Emmy, as your host. It's been a week, but I'm finally back. We're sitting down, ready to record, and yeah, I'm really excited for this episode. So today's episode is going to be kind of a 2022 New Year's like resolutions goal episode where I just share some of my goals, goals that I asked from you guys, and just talk about them. It'll be a nice little heart-to-heart moment, and this one I feel like definitely has more reflective thought and emotion in it than I think my other episodes will, but, or some, the first episode at least, because that was just my introduction, but yeah, so let's just hop into it. Um, Updates on my life. So this is I'm filming this on a Saturday or recording this on a Saturday. So we are almost done with our second week of second quarter and things have been, you kind of hit the road and run because the thing about winter quarter or if anyone's in a semester, like your second semester, first quarter, you have that week zero and it's a nice adjustment period where you can just hang out with people, get acclimated to school and everything. But the second semester, you kind of hit the ground running. And I think that was just like, oh, I need to get into that. I need to like tap into that um, learning mindset quicker. And so that for me, I was just like, ah, I need to get on it. But so we've been doing online classes. Um, I found that I really enjoy going to the study rooms below one of the newer dorms named Olympic. And it has like windows across it or like windows on every side with some nice natural lighting. And I just plop down in one of those chairs. They have a lot of different chair settings like you can sit in the lounge chairs or like at a little table or like a high table you know the good thing some variation but so I've been sitting there doing my classes working there kind of just spending a lot of time there I know some people do their classes in their dorm but personally for me my dorm is not very conducive to like a great learning environment just because I feel like I can get easily distracted and there are three of us in here and it's kind of small so Personally, I like to adventure out of here. Sometimes I'll go to the blue light room down in the study or um, the Olympic room. But yeah, Um, getting honest here, I think the first week was definitely more of adjustment period when my family's still at home and just, I don't know, the announcement that we were going online for another two weeks Um, because my, so basically I have two siblings, Matthew and Catherine, Matt Cat. My sister's eight years older than me. My brother is four years older than me. So obviously there is a pretty big distance between some of us. And so having us all home at the holidays is really, really nice. And that's one of the few times during the year that we're all together as a family of six, including my dog checks. And So it was hard when I went back because I would FaceTime my family and I would see all of them there and like my sister and brother. And usually when I was FaceTiming my family, um, when I like during first quarter, just be my parents there and then like my brother and sister coming on, on their separate own FaceTime. So seeing everyone there, you get a lot of FOMO because it was just such a fun time. Those three weeks, it was holiday spirit and cheer. And I just have really good memories from that. So going back to college and that being my last memories with my family and then seeing them still together was like, eh, it kind of hurt. I was FaceTiming them like the first night and I was like, I had to hang out because I thought I was going to start crying. And I wasn't really homesick at all during first quarter. And then second quarter, I feel like coming back after this winter break where you just have so many happy memories and it's just, you know, Christmas time or whatever holiday you celebrate. It's just a lively, you know, the lights are up, you're sitting by the fire, drinking hot chocolate, all that good stuff is in your head. So to leave, it's like mm, sad. And, but also at the same time, I feel like 
maybe people understand this. I don't know if I'll be able to explain it well, but the separation between college and home life, because I feel like when you're at college or when you're at home, you're missing college. And when you're at college, sometimes you're missing home, maybe not as much because you're just so busy. But the thing is, college and home life are just so different. Like they're incomparable and like they each encompass different emotions and feelings. And so you can't really like put them next to each other and say like, oh, I miss this as much as like I just don't even know how to explain it but they're just so different so it does feel like you're living in two realities you come home and you're like your home self but at college you're kind of a different person I mean you still have like the same you're grounded like you have the same morals like it's not like you're changing your whole persona but it does kind of feel like you enter like through a portal and it's just different I feel like that's the only way I can describe it so like to miss my family time and to miss my home life is completely separate from missing college and the life that I have here and like my roommates my friends like the independence if that makes sense um and oh my goodness this is another thing that's more reflective and I think in my head I kind of make it a bigger deal than it is but just like for nostalgia sense it really hits me in the heart and it's the point where We've lived like 17, 18 years in like for most people, the same area or same house. But I get like people are moving around. But you spend 17, 18 years in like, let's say like your childhood home or whatever you deem your childhood home. And now you go to college and I was reading some stats about like how like 60 percent, maybe it's like 70 percent of your time with your parents is over when you leave for college. And that just really hurt me because obviously you can change that and you can go visit your parents a lot more. But there is that sense of the house that you lived in and grew up in is not really your home anymore. And it's never going to be your permanent place of residence anymore. I think that hit me because you're at college now. We're spending more time at college than we probably are at home. And then after college, you're going off. Maybe you're getting your own apartment. Maybe you're moving back home. But even if you're moving back home, it's for a limited time. And it's never going to be your permanent place where you're like, this is my home. I saw a quote somewhere. I forget. It was just like on an Instagram post. It said, it's like you feel homesick for a place that doesn't even exist. And maybe that's a little far-fetched because like for me personally, I'm lucky I can go home. I can see my parents and my dog and live in my childhood home for a amount of time. But it's it's like you're visiting and you have another place that you now call your home and so it's just like I don't even know how to explain it you is it even really like your permanent home anymore I don't know I feel like maybe I'm making a bigger deal out of it in my head but that's like sometimes what I think about I'm like wow this is never going to be the place I stay at like at least for a couple of years at a time and there's just so much there's so many memories so much life I lived there and now it's like yeah Anyways, now I feel emotional. I didn't mean to go into this big whole rant about that. But yeah, so we're here. Second week of uh, uh, second quarter. My friends are, most of my friends are finally back, which is so nice. And the dorm is starting to, be, starting to become more lively again. Like you walk into the communal bathrooms. There's people you see from the other side of the hall. You can say hi, blah, blah, blah. Um, UCLA is not letting us eat in the dining hall. So we're doing takeout, but it's fun because we all eat in the lounge together. And like you can, when you walk by, people are always in there. So the energy is definitely coming back to campus. Um, or at least the hill, which all the dorms and dining halls are on. But you can still see that there's like a good, or it's like a small percentage of people missing. Um, this, this second week of, um, 
school has also been like when clubs are having their winter recruitment. So there's been interviews I've been going to or just club info sessions and stuff like that. Oh, <laughs> I had to wrap super base in one of my club applications. If I get in, I'll tell you which club and stuff, but we'll just say that I wrapped super base and that was a good time. Um, and other than that, I've just been spending time with friends, getting meals. We were playing telestrations the other day and drinking like barefoot and we went out on Thursday. So we've just been hopping around, doing our thing. And I don't know, I'm enjoying it. Obviously online school is not ideal, but to be able to be on campus is great. Anyways, sorry, those are just some updates, but now is what you've all been waiting for, or maybe not, but we are going to jump into some of my goals for 2022. So I have four, which are just kind of like actual goals, and then a few that are like mm, aspirations I have, things I want to put into the universe to kind of like manifest or work towards. So maybe someday when they do come true, I can look back at this podcast episode and be like, wait, like I was talking about that. I wanted it to happen. And I put in the work to make it happen. So, yeah. So my first goal for 2022 is to stay present. Um, I find myself caught up in the past and the future a lot. Like, I'm always worrying and overthinking about past decisions or, like, my actions. And I'm also scared that the present is going to get away from me. Like, I'm caught in this in-between. So I keep thinking about the past. Like, everything I do, I'm always overthinking. I'm like, oh, did they not think my joke was funny? Or, like, am I walking weirdly? It's just the dumbest or, like, smallest of things that linger in my mind. And I feel like you have those obtrusive thoughts that just stay. And so I'm also caught up in the past in a nostalgic way, like thinking about, oh, like the summer after graduation, like that was so much fun, all our youth, or even when I was younger. And now we're kind of adults. We're like in this new life. And I'm like, did I cherish my youth youth enough? Like, was I taking it for granted? Like, you know, you're never going to get those years of youth back. And I just like start thinking about it. I'm like, oh, was I too caught up with college or getting to college that I wasn't living like my high school life and blah, blah, blah. I think we all kind of get ahead of ourselves sometimes or get run over almost by our thoughts about the past. And that's definitely something for me. And then, like I said, like I'm scared the present is going to get away. Because like when I'm living in these present moments and let's say I'm like having a really good conversation with someone or I'm just laughing with my friends or we're like dancing in some place. It's like I get caught up with like really wanting to live in the moment, but also wanting to make sure that I remember this moment. But it's not just like me pulling out my phone and videoing it. It's like I'm trying to like (laughs) signal to my brain that I want to keep this as a core memory or I want to remember it while trying to embrace what's happening in the moment. And I feel like I just like need to stay present and trust that I'll remember these things or just like I've experienced them and I will have that experience in my heart forever and I just need to move on because I just really want to stay present and take really take it in take in everything life has to offer take in the moment and not be so caught up in my head if that makes sense and I also worry about my future as I feel everyone does like especially with this week of club recruitment when you have the extremely competitive like finance and consulting clubs but I'm like I don't even know what I want to do after college first of all and like I had gone to a club info session it was like an impact investing and it felt great or like I it felt what I read on paper was great because it was kind of like a nice middle ground between like my sociology degree and finding social issues that I care about and 
then like I don't know investment finance where you you invest in these things and it's kind of like like I said middle ground um I'd gone to the info session and that was like one of the most overwhelming things I think I just got up in my head and they were like asking like they're like oh here's a freebie question on like what we would ask on an interview and people started talking about profit margins and blah 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 and I just you know I maybe I'll apply next year when I can like educate myself a little more on like in the business finance realm but sitting there I was like holy moly I don't know what I want to do I am not educated in this field so I think things like that it just like really overwhelmed me and it's not that I didn't want to take the jump but I think there were definitely more qualified people in that zoom meeting and I want to educate myself a little more before I do apply to something like that but you know, as a college student, you're thinking about your next internships and what you're going to do the next summer and making money and making sure you utilize your degree. And also at the same time, I constantly think about how this is our like last time before we enter the workforce and adulthood. Like these four years are really the last thing we have to grasp onto and not in like a negative way. Like I'm not, I don't want to be like all negative Nancy over here, but it, it in a way it is like those last things we have because I know a lot of people talk about like that first year after you graduate is kind of a shock because oh my gosh the lights turned off in my dorm because I wasn't moving so now it's pitch black in here but that's okay (laughs) um a lot of people talk about how that first year after you graduate college is like a culture shock because you're used to being in this kind of bubble of college where yes you are working extremely hard for your degree and you're doing internships over over the summer and everything but you still have like breaks and you have more free time to be with your friends and yourself and explore things you like and then you kind of enter the workforce and it's like oh unless you're you have like more flexible jobs or like maybe you're a teacher you don't have these set breaks and you get a few weeks for to take time off and vacation but it's just not the same and I sometimes I mourn my past just because I'm I question if I really took in everything I had and like I really lived my childhood and I think I did I just get so caught up in my head and I think that's one of these things like I'm really trying to embrace college and explore things I love and really just like choose classes I'm interested in not just because I think that it would be helpful for my future but that too but embracing it because we're adults like 18 we're adults now and when we graduate college we'll really we'll really be adults because I don't know, our path, our future is in our hands. We're making money for ourselves. We're making a living for ourselves. So yeah, (laughs) I don't want this to be negative and I don't want to freak anyone out, but I think I'm not saying worry about the future. For me, this advice is to just really stay present and live in the moment. I saw something. Oh yeah, I saw something on Instagram and it was a quote from the Soul movie and it really, it, it stuck with me for a while. And this quote said, Don't lose yourself in what you think your purpose is. Simply live. Breathe life entirely. Don't get get caught up in your expectation of what life should be. Find joy in the smallest things. Purposes are only ways to cope with life instead of living fully. And I was like, wait. I feel like that's literally what my mind was trying to kind of figure out partly it was like I'm 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 getting lost in what I think my purpose is or like what I need to do when I graduate but we just need to simply live like everybody who's listening we can just take a deep breath breathe life entirely just take it all in because these are our moments and 
I don't know, we just really need to live them. And I think, especially in our day and age, we get so caught up in social media, like scrolling, comparing our lives, thinking about what's next, and just living in the moment is the first step, staying present, because it will work out in the end. And I have so much faith in all of you. And I don't know, I think everyone in my life, everyone in my life has so much potential, extremely hardworking people, and that hard work, that work ethic, will take you farther than anything like you have that work ethic you have your kind soul your heart your motivation ambition we don't need to worry about anything else just keep at it because i know you all are doing amazing don't doubt yourself yes okay and my second goal is to stop caring what people think and i think this is probably going to be one of the hardest goals i have for this year honestly um but I'm really going to try to commit to it because it's, I think it's important for me in terms of like living my life and continuing this. Like, like I said, 2022 is the year of YOLO. We are going to go after whatever we want. You only live once. We can't care about what other people think. We just have to embrace it and do it. I think that's what I keep reminding myself. Like even with this podcast, I felt so, un- I feel embarrassed talking about it sometimes because I feel I don't want certain people to listen to it because I don't know what they think. But I have to remind myself that not everyone is standing there and scrutinizing every single thing you're doing. They're not always going to scrutinize what you're doing or like going after what you look like. I don't know. I just think for sometimes in my head, it's not coming from a place where I think everyone's obsessed with me or caring about what I do. But I think that in my head, I'm like, oh, they're literally holding me under a microscope in judging me as I walk by or judging me as I record this podcast. So I just have to like recognize that people live their lives and I might just be an afterthought. It's I'm not going to linger in their head over looking bad when I like leave my dorm in my sweatpants or going after one of my goals and starting a podcast. I think, like I said, I, I feel like for this episode, I'm going to repeat the same words all the time. So just bear with me. But I think they're just important to what I'm trying to achieve this year and kind of go after. So it's really just embracing who I am. And but I think a lot of that comes from my other goal, which is learning to love myself. Because like I said, I'm going to record an episode fully like about insecurities and self image because I think it's necessary and I'm also gonna record an episode on my first quarter of college because I think those you'll see um when they come out but like learning to love myself and not caring what people think a lot of it I find it caring too much about what guys think and it's just terrible because I don't want to base my value off of like what a frat boy if a frat boy thinks I'm attractive or not to like approach but it's hard because I get into my head I think well, we're just going into part of this right now. I think at frat parties, well, a lot of people like, why would you want to end up with a frat boy, first of all? No offense, but stereotypically, and the ones we've come across, they're not really relationship material. Not yet. Maybe they'll mature and grow up and be better, but a lot of times they're making out with girls in these parties, just left and right, and the ratio is terrible. First of all, let's say there's like one guy for every like 18 girls. I don't even know. Something very poor um and all the girls are drop dead gorgeous let me just say stunning like models I don't even know I'm like what I walk in there I'm like how do you all look this good and so 
I think I got caught up like the first weeks of first quarter when we were going to these frat parties was seeing these guys, they pretty much hook up like with like a lot of girls. Like you don't see one really committed to a single girl. Like they'll go make the rounds kind of and so to not be approached sometimes you're like well does that mean I'm ugly does that mean I'm not desirable and I think I really got caught up with that because no one approached me and it was only basing it off of the fact that these guys approach a lot of people um which is so terrible for me to think about because first of all do I want to kiss a frat guy no but I think it was just more of internally wanting to be desired or wanting to be wanted and like approached and noticed I think that's where I got into my head um but I just need to learn to love myself for who I am and stop caring what these other people think and it's not even just rap boys it's just boys in general and it's really unhealthy for me but I think because I'm so caught up in like the romance and love aspect of everything I think I'm gonna have this meet cute or some guy's gonna approach me and it's just gonna be like happily ever after and Obviously, that's not the case at the moment, and maybe I should be making moves for myself, but I get a little too nervous for that to be the first one to make the move. But yeah, so for now, I think two of the biggest things are really going to learn to love myself and stop caring what people think. And I think learning to love myself once I have that and I can be confident in who I am, what I'm going for, what I look like, that will probably change my whole entire world and outlook. Like, maybe that's far-fetched dramatic but I think it would because once I become really confident in who I am the world is my oyster it becomes every anything and everything I would want it to be I just do stuff for myself I make a path for myself I embrace what I look like and you know if I reach that point I'm, a, I'm practically unstoppable so I think really learning to love myself especially because like for me as someone who really wants to like fall in love I think it does hold true that you need to learn to love yourself before you can love anyone else because I think about how my insecurities might manifest in relationships and you know I might have trust issues because maybe I'm like am I pretty enough for my boyfriend or is he going to go find some other girl that he thinks is prettier and leave me or do I trust him like am I jealous and I think my insecurities could definitely manifest into toxic traits so I need to just work on learning to love myself first and then I think when I reach that point maybe love will just enter my life or so I'm hoping um they will just like kind of I don't know help me um I've definitely been more I've, I've gotten better at embracing what I look like I think for the longest time it was just well, I don't know. A lot of this I think I'll dive into on an episode just about insecurities. So we're not just talking about them every episode. But, you know, these are just my thoughts and it's what I live with. And, you know, I'm sharing them with y'all. So that's that. That is that. Um, and then my kind of, not my last goal, but one another goal is to put myself out there. Okay, I have this weird thing in my head where... I, so I have a list of like people I always want to keep in contact with. Oh, before, over the summer, I was playing a, a game of We Are Not Really Strangers and like we got one of the wild cards and it was like, write a goal that you have for this next year or like the next six months and blah, blah, blah. And my goal was to check in with three people from home, from like my hometown every week of college, um, just to make sure, because I feel like I am not, like I said in the episode, 
the first episode when they said I was a bad texter. I'm also not the best communicator. Like, I'm not always FaceTiming people. I do text a lot more now. I'm not always FaceTiming people or checking in. I think when I move on from things, like, in middle school, I went to a high school that was, like, farther from home or not the high school that everyone goes like enters to like I'm zoned for and I think I could have done a better job looking back keeping in touch with some of my like middle school friends if that makes sense I mean I did with some of them but I think making that consistent effort to keep in touch with people especially because obviously I didn't I don't want friendships go down to the drain down the drain I don't want to lose anything I just something in me it's like I get nervous to FaceTime people because I feel like they don't want to talk to me or gonna reject me and this even happens with like my closest of friends like my best friends I get nervous because I'm like maybe you're busy maybe you don't have time to call me maybe you don't want to talk to me and I think I just need to get over like Emily you have things to talk to them about you want to hear about their life there's always going to be things to talk about and you love them and you love their friendship so why are you like this good question why am I (laughs) um but so that's why I'm just like saying to put myself out there more really make sure I'm checking in with people from home cherishing these relationships that I have and just kind of doing it like I have a list of people that I've met in my classes first quarter or through clubs that I'm like hesitant to ask if they want to get a meal but you kind of just got to take life by the horns by the reins (laughs) whatever that saying is and do it because you're only just going to miss out on anything. Like, you have nothing to lose, but everything to gain. You could gain an amazing new friendship, more memories, all of the above. So, I think that's kind of, that's kind of thing that I want to remember. It's like a, what's it called? You repeat it, a phrase, I don't know. My mantra, mantra, mantra. (laughs) Please don't make fun of me if I said that wrong. Uh, But my mantra is, 2022 is the year of YOLO. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And that is on period. (laughs) But it's true. So I'm just going to keep that with me because I do. So yeah, basically, (laughs) I'm just blabbing, blabbing, blabbing. Basically, what I have to say to everyone who's listening, well, first of all, thank you so much for listening. This is not over yet, but it truly means so much to me. I genuinely cannot put it into words, but my friends have been texting me or just some people I even haven't talked to in a while. They're like, Emmy, I've been listening to your podcast. I love it, blah, blah, blah. Or I've run into people literally on campus who they show me their phone and they're listening to the podcast at the exact same time we run into each other. And it just warms my heart because I'm so lucky to have a support group like this. And I don't know, makes me feel loved. And I love all of you guys. So I hope you remember that. But uh, as I was saying is that 2022 is the year of YOLO. Everything to gain, nothing to lose. And I just want to really embrace life. I'll make this year the year. Um, I'm already starting with this podcast, chasing after my goals, doing what I want and what I want for myself. And I think really just doing it. Yes. Um, There was like a tsunami warning today. We were supposed to go to the beach, but we didn't also because it was a rainy day. But honestly guys the world could be collapsing and we need to live it we need to live in the moment we need to do the things we want to before a tsunami takes over (laughs) not saying that it will not trying to be negative nancy but just in case you know not we don't want san andreas fault the movie to occur so live your life because you deserve to 
You deserve that. You owe that to yourself. So, yeah. Um, those are more of my, like, reflective goals. I think some goals that I just have for myself are to, like, honestly, I hope someday the podcast will go, like, kind of big, maybe micro-influencer level, and just, like, to the point where I can have, like, a few sponsorships and just a bigger community than the people I have, like, directly in my life, which I love. I am not complaining in any way, um, but I think that would be really cool and fun and to have, like, some people that I inspire inspire me but are definitely like higher on the list come and talk on this podcast that would be phenomenal that would be so exciting um but yeah that's something I do want to be comfortable more comfortable with doing stuff with myself I think this is rooting from some um social anxiety but it's like harder for me to like go get meals by myself and just like go on walks and stuff and really take that time to be fully with just myself and independent so I'm gonna try to do that more um I want to continue to backpack some more I did that first trip in Big Sur I would love to go again I think we might go at the end of this month um obviously just more traveling do what I love and am actually interested in like I feel especially with this podcast I just have so much joy in doing it that I'm motivated to like create these little Canva posts and really dedicate myself to advertising it and making sure it goes big or not making sure it goes big or like working to for for the thought that someday it might go big um more long walks continue to read more just some of those fun things if that makes sense honestly you know there we're just getting started this is the first first month of 2022 I have so much time I have 11 months to do whatever I want and really live my life so I want to do this podcast. I literally am going to keep it up for the next few years of my life. You guys need to hold me accountable. And when I do, it will be fun to look back at all this. So I'm really excited. Then lastly, I did put on a little Instagram story. I was like, oh, do you guys have any goals for 2022? And I had some lovely responses. So we're just going to go through them really quick. Thank you to everyone who um, sent in something. Don't worry, I'll keep it anonymous. But I thought it'd just be kind of fun to look through them. So the first one is having a morning routine. That is great. I definitely think going to college, it's harder to get out of bed each day. And I think getting your day started, up and going, and having a routine just makes you feel more in control of your day. And I love that. Someone else said working on not working on not being so immersed in social media. And I completely agree because like if I'm in TikTok, I get caught just scrolling and scrolling. If I'm on Instagram, I catch myself comparing myself to people and it's just incredibly toxic. Um, but here I am also starting a podcast on a social media platform and creating another Instagram for my podcast. But I'm trying to separate those things and not make it toxic for myself. And like this podcast is more of like a passion project business venture instead of me just going on social media, if that makes sense. But I really like that. Okay, sorry, the roomie came back for a second, but moving on. Someone said, start my task early. I can agree with this one. Um, I think I should do a better job getting ahead on my work, so I'm not always doing it the night before, which is definitely something I should have learned in high school, but unfortunately, history repeated itself, and yeah. (laughs) Oh, this next one, I really like. It says, do not let society standards define how I feel about myself. Ooh, I snaps for this one I really like that one because I completely agree 
especially we're just consumed by this idea of what society wants us to look like and it's just not realistic and it's not true because it's just a beauty standard that's based off of what thin pale girls look like and that's just not a true representation of what the world looks like at all and it's not what you, you cannot say beautiful looks one way anyways yes I love that Someone said, get more healthy and fit. We love some health goals. Just get out, go outside, and it will come to you. Oh my gosh, I definitely need to drink more water. I do not drink enough water at all. And I can see it completely like affecting my skin and just how I feel overall. So that is a good reminder. I do need to drink more water. Um, start a YouTube channel. Oh, I love this. Like I said, year of YOLO. Nothing to lose, everything to gain. That, that, do it. I would love it. And I know you'd be a wonderful youtuber become an ambassador oh that's something else yes i love that um i know this person wants to do it specifically like for pink at our school and they would be amazing and you get free gear it's it's like a win-win um consistent workouts i love that i'll see you at bfit once that opens up hopefully soon but our both of our gyms are closed at the moment at ucla so i've been like doing more running or, oh, I've been going to, I went to swim last night, but it's nice to have a gym. So I agree. Um, try a new food this year. Ah, I love that. Ex expanding your food palette is just another way to embrace life, embrace different cultures, try new foods. Mm. Today we had Epicuria, which is one of the dining halls and it was really good. I don't know why I'm saying it as if any of the food I tried was new. They had cannolis though, and I had never tried cannolis other than the other cannolis at Epicuria, but then we started talking about Cake Boss because, you know, Carlos Bakery, he says they make the best cannolis, and I do want to fly out to New Jersey just to try those. Maybe I should. Maybe we should start a little food diary. That would be amazing. And then someone else said, take more pics with friends to remember the fun times, and I love that. I think taking pictures is a great way to um, hold memories, and you can print them out and, like, put it on your walls, but also mental imagery mental I can't speak mental images like Cam Jansen you know the 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 book of the girl who had like a photographic memory you know maybe <laughs> anyways okay sorry this podcast episode I feel like was really all over the place so I apologize I think from now on I'll try to make it more in line but my thoughts just go everywhere and I think there was just some like things I don't know my brain kind of feels occupied but not in the best sense I just feel a little bit out of it but I hope you guys enjoyed the story, this story, this podcast episode. Like I said, thank you. Thank you so much for the continued support. I cannot express my love and gratitude. Um, don't forget to download this episode, to follow me on Instagram or TikTok at loveletterpod. I think I'm going to start posting some TikToks because I think that's a great way to advertise it. Though I am a little embarrassed um, if people find me. and the, <laughs> But I think just not caring what people think. Oh, um, you can also rate the podcast and tell your friends to listen if they want to. Um, I think you have to download this episode. I don't know if you have to always download because like for stats, like the statistics and stuff, I can see who listened. But I think when it comes to like other statistics, they like to count downloads, but I'm not really sure. Um, anyways, I think if I were to say anything, it's going to be repeating the mantra again. 2022 is the year of YOLO. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. I love you all so much and I know you're on to amazing things and I really have so much faith that we can make this year whatever we want it to because 
we are in control of our lives and we have the power to make it whatever it is. And I have so much faith in all of you. So you're doing great. Take it day by day. And yeah, let's do this. 2022. Here we go. Um, so signing off from a love letter. This is Emmy. Bye.